for your purpose. Is it all right to see? Because see now, here's something else. You too busy fighting to victory. Jesus fight from victory because he already know that he'll win. But I want to tell you and everybody in here, you don't fight uh, to victory. You fight from it. Give God some praise. The Bible said we are more than conquerors. Give God some praise. Do I have any conquerors in the house? Do I have somebody that is fighting from victory? Look to your neighbor. Say, neighbor, I don't have to fight to. I fight from because he already, he came through 42 generations and he fought for me. He gave God the praise. He know what it's all about. Give God some praise. I hear you, Lord. Now he comes in the wilderness and he met his opponent. Is it all right? He met the one that he cast down from heaven. Is it all right? Sometimes you got to cast him out. You can bind the devil all you want, but when you walk out doors, he's still there. You got to cast him out now. Cast out me out. It's not to walk in now. You know the old saying said two ways you can leave. Walk or you get kicked out. That's right. I don't care. I'm going to kick you out. I'm going to let you feel it. <laughs> you let me feel it. I'm going to let you feel it. Is it all right? So now for all of you to move forward, you have to go through something. Is it all right? Oh, Jesus had to go in the wilderness before his ministry to take off. He had to go through some things. He went into the wilderness, fasted 40 days and 40 nights. Moses was in the wilderness with the children of Israel for 40 days. What the first Adam couldn't do, the second Adam did. Come on, you catch that? What the first Adam couldn't do, the second Adam did. Jesus did it. Is it all right? 40 days. Fasting 40 days and 40 nights. Now he's been fasting 40 days, not eating anything. Now his frame is like a skeleton. Is it all right? Give God some praise. And his fasting, because sometimes when you're getting ready to go through something, to get in contact with God, you got to do some praying and fasting. Is it all right? Give God some praise. Because now it's locking out of the church of praying. Not two minutes. You got to get down. When you're going through something, you got to get down on your knees. How I many you saw your mom and dad on their knees and praying? You just didn't understand it. But till you got older enough, you find that I got to bend my knees and talk to Jesus. Give God some praise. Help me, Holy Ghost. Notice now he didn't eat anything. Oh, help me, Holy Ghost. We're going to get down. I'm just here. Thank you, Jesus. And when he got in the wilderness and the devil met him, notice he didn't just send a little old demon to him. He sent the big boy with him. More levels you go, the big boy going to come. Give God some praise. If he send you a little demon, a little demon might keep you in your spot until you wake up and say, hey, I got to smell the coffee now. Give God some praise. Okay, you know, every pastor in here, when you've been promoted, the devil come and throw at you hard, don't he? 
He throw at the kitchen sink everything you can think of. The devil trying to come against this ministry. But I stopped by to tell you, said, God said, uh-uh. Uh-uh. The devil might be coming to your marriage. You tell him not today. Put your hands on your hip. Don't let your backbone slip. You tell the devil not today. Not tomorrow. Not the third day. I must walk today. In tomorrow. In the third day, I shall reflect it. Give God some praise. Oh, help me, Holy Ghost. Help me, Holy Ghost. So when he got in the wilderness and the devil met him, and first thing the devil messed with you is your flesh. So your fasting can move you from your flesh to your spirit. Help me, Holy Ghost. So many of us fighting from the flesh and you're losing at the battle. So God wants you to move from flesh to spirit. That's where you operate. Give God some praise. You said walk in the spirit and you shall not, will not fulfill the lust of the flesh. My question is, what dog you going to feed the most? The one that you feed the most going to have victory over your life. But I got to keep my body under subjection so I can handle the devil and let God speak through me. Give God some praise. Let me go a little further. John brought it out better because see the devil thought he know the word more than Jesus. Give God some praise. But in John first, first chapter of John it said in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. All things were made by him. Let me jump to the 14th verse. And the word became flesh. So you got to get in your word. So the word become flesh in you. So the devil can't mess with you. You can be just like Jesus. Jesus is your an example how to overcome the devil. Give God some praise. Thank you, Jesus. A lot of us get in the wilderness. We don't know how to handle the word of God. Thank you, Jesus. And he right there, you just can't. You got to know the word. The Bible said, pawn the word in your heart and sell it not. Is it all right? Sometimes we pawn it out, we sell it. Just like Esau sold his birthright. You want to sell. You can make me hurt myself. Thank you, Jesus. I don't mind. It's all for God. Thank you, Jesus. So now, it's because now God wants do what Jesus did. He wants you to do the same thing. Only way you're going to defeat the devil is by putting some word in you. Hmm? Thank you, Jesus. If any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. All things are passed away. Behold, all things become new. So I'm not myself anymore. I'm a child of the living God. I'm Christ-like. I'm an ambassador. I'm a child of the living God. He changed my name to Jesus. Give God some praise. Look at here. He know it. The Bible said, let the wheat and the tail grow together. When I come, I do the separate. Because, look at here, because Jesus already he put a stamp his name in your forehead lift your hand and give God some praise do I have anybody that worship the Lord thy God thank you Jesus notice now he had to put the word on him and then while the devil came to Jesus when he came to Jesus and he said look at him yeah, you hungry now. I got you where I want you now. I see now you're skinny. You ain't been eating all day. 
You ain't been in the time. But see, when you're, when you're fasting, it puts you in a place of prayer. He didn't see what it's behind the scene when you don't understand what Jesus went to. So when you get behind the scene, there's some tears now. There's some crying. It's not coming out your nose. Mascara coming down. You just all oh, acting your hair all messed up. See, my hair don't my hair's gone. But see, I don't, you know what I'm talking about. Your hair be messed up. You don't care how ugly you look. You had makeup on all this here. But when, look at him, when you down on your bending knees, begin to talk to God, it doesn't matter how you come up. You come up looking with the Holy Ghost. You come up in the anointing and the power of the Holy Ghost. And people forget how you look and see the anointing on your life. Give God some praise. Help me, Holy Ghost. Now, look at him. He was in, he came to Jesus. He said, now if thou be in other words, you're a king. You're divine. And you walk around hungry. You a king should not walk around hungry. Man, you can have anything you want, man. And you walk around hungry. Look at you. How you gonna present yourself? Jesus could have took the high road. He could have thrown the towel in. But he didn't. He did it because just the fact he loved you. Is that all right? It's just because. So when the devil said that, he stepped back. Sometimes we rush in too quickly. Not hearing what God, how. See, the order to fight a battle, you have to be strategic about it. You got to be sharp in it. Is it all right? You got to know what you in now. You got to know what's attacking you. Is that all right? Because every attack is different from another. You can read it. Huh? And when Jesus, he, read, he looked back and he said, for it's written. For it's written. See, what he did, he went all the way back to Deuteronomy. How did Jesus didn't read no Bible? Don't, don't get me wrong. Let me show you something. He didn't have to read because when you're dealing with it, sometimes you might be in that battle, and your Bible might not be there. You follow me? So it's, it's behoove us to get into the word and punt it in our heart and sell it not. Is that all right? So because, see, a lot of times, do I have anybody that take their Bible everywhere in a war? Do I see it? I don't. I, sometimes I leave it at home in my car. But when, when I'm on my job, I, I got to be ready for the devil. Is that all right? Because he's ready to take you out. So when he came, he said, uh, you're, supposed to be the, you're supposed to be the man. So he said, for it is written. And you look at the word written means it's past tense. It's already been settled. See, your victory already been settled. Oh, you got to use the word of God. Quit using your word. Use the power of God. Is that all right? It's already been washed in the blood. It's created everything. It created the heavens and the earth. So I, I'm like I'm like Peter. I'm standing on the word of God. Give God some praise. Because his foundation stands assured. Do I have somebody standing with me on the word of God? God, give God some praise. I can't stand on anything else. I can't stand on your word. I got to stand on the word of God. Keep standing. Though the road may get rough, I got to keep standing on the word of God. Give God some praise. So he stood and said, for it is written. He 
said, for it's written, man shall not live by bread alone. He said that you can't eat bread. He said you just don't you can't live by it because it's not a flesh battle. But a lot of people want to go eat some food. And you think you're satisfied. A boxer or a racer can't eat food when they're getting ready to race. Because see, the wilderness is to prepare you for your next assignment. You feel that? It's for your next assignment. But you have to conquer what's in front of you. A lot of people in here are afraid, are afraid to face their own self. Me and you can get an argument. I can leave you. I don't have to worry about you. But I can't leave myself when I go home at night. It's when the battles really get. When you're all alone. And you just. You're sleeping real good. Next thing you know your sleep is gone. Because you was thinking about that bill. You feel me? You been thinking about somebody cuss you out. You said, I ought to put my Holy Ghost on the shelf. Please don't do that. You'll mess up. See, that's what the devil wants you to do. Put it up on the shelf. My mother said, boy, you put it on the shelf. You might not make it back. You know, when, when you was little, you fighting. I, I, I beat you in my yard. But if I get outside of my yard, I'm going to lose some. Because he... I don't have to worry about you coming in my yard. You got to worry about my brothers now. So I'm going to stand up and we're going to get it on. I ain't talking about Marvin Gaye. I'm talking about we're going to get it on. Because I have my brothers in the back. When you, when you walk in there, do I have any little brothers in the house? I'm the baby out of seven of them. And when you walk down the road with your brother, you hey. So when you, you, you got to understand that you have the Holy Ghost, the Lord off inside you that you're walking. Look here, devil, you can't mess with me. You ain't cause me to cuss my sister out. You don't make me act the fool to cuss my brother out. Look at here. Oh, help me, Holy Ghost. I'm not going to, I'm his keeper. Am I my brother's keeper? Yes, I am. Help me, Holy Ghost. Give God some praise. Because now, he said, for his written man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeded out the mouth of God. Because how God fed the children of Israel and fed them. From heaven. Man, look here. I'm, I'm, please don't be like that. When God gives you something, don't let it drop. God never let any word drop. He said he watches over his word to perform it. You and I have to watch over the word to perform it. Because now God is getting ready to take us into the next uh, assignment. The next arena. The next level. If you hear me today, I might not see you in a while. I might not see you, but watch God. I'm going to see the I'm going to see the, uh, the proof because it's going to be on uh, Facebook. Because we keep in contact. You're going to see what God's getting ready to do in your life. Help me, Holy Ghost. Now he said he moves so the devil said, I can't defeat him because he's hungry. I even lost the battle. He haven't ate nothing yet. Look to your neighbor and say, neighbor, my food ain't came yet. 
but I'm still standing strong. Give God some praise. And then the devil came again. He said, look at here. I'm going to take him to a pinnacle. Sometimes you let your business, when you get on a pinnacle, the word pinnacle means I'm take you in a high place. I'm going to set you on the pinnacle of the church because you might have an education. You might have doctor behind your name. You might be rich and all this here. But I tell you, your money can't win your battles. Y'all look at here, can't win it. Doesn't matter what you put up. You can give anybody a million dollars. They still going to have some problems because they don't have Jesus on their side. Give God some praise. And look at here, pastor, it's not by any numbers. It's not by how much money you got. It's by the Lord Jesus Christ. He became poor just to make us rich. I'm rich by faith because the Bible said without faith it's impossible to please God. He that coming to God must believe that he is and that he is a reward of them that didn't seek him. And look at here, said, now faith is a substance of things hoped for in the evidence of things not seen. You ought to give God some praise. The just shall live by faith. Oh, help me, Holy Ghost. I'm not living by what I see. I'm not walking by what I see. I'm walking by the word of God. Lord, wherever you lead me, I, I go. Give God some praise. I'm not worried about tomorrow. I'm letting tomorrow take thoughts for itself. I know you're going to feed me. Just like you did Elijah. You sent a bird to feed me. But I stopped by to tell you. I'm one of these birds that came down to minister to you. And to feed you the word of God. Give God some praise. Give God some praise. I'm reminded in the 23rd Psalm. Well, David said, the Lord is my shepherd, and I shall not want when the shepherd need a shepherd. I need it when the king need a shepherd. Is it all right? Every shepherd in the house need a shepherd. Every shepherd in the house, every king in the house need a shepherd. Give God some praise. Do I have any shepherds in the house? Give God some praise. Heavenly Holy Ghost, the Lord is my shepherd. And I shall not want. He making me to lie down in green pastures. He restored my soul. Give God some praise. Yea, do I walk in the valley of the shadow of death? I will feel no evil. Why? For thou art with me. But one point I lack. I saved that one for last. He said, Look at here. I will prepare a table in the presence of your enemy. When you in the valley, God can feed you. When you don't have any hope in the valley, look at your neighbor, said neighbor. I'm in the valley, but God's gonna see about me. In the valley, he prepared a table before me. Look at here, the angels didn't come and prepare a table for you. God himself said, I will prepare a table for you. You don't know how long the table is. You don't know what's on the table. All I know what's on the table is the word of God. Give God some praise. You just can't eat at everybody's table. Give God some praise. Help me, Holy Ghost. In other words, he said, look at here. I prepare a table. Help me out, brother, if you don't mind. He said, I put David, 
turn around here, David. He said, I prepare a table for you. And David said, Lord, you got some enemies behind you. They ready to jump on me. Look at here. This way you look at Jesus. In the book of Hebrews says, look unto Jesus, the author and finish of your faith, who for the joy that is set before him, give God some praise. In other words, God said, don't take your eye off of me. Don't you worry about what the enemy, I got your back. Give God some praise. He said, I prepare a table before you in the presence of your enemy. And you're going to get a shock and say, wait a minute. It's more of them, Lord, than us. Give God some praise. When God comes, he don't come by himself. Is it all right to see? He got the angels watching on him. He know that every comes. Is it all right? And he said, look at here. I want you to sit down because I'm a feature. I'm going to be your servant. Jesus said, I didn't come to be ministered to, but to minister. I come to serve you. I come to feed you because you've been through the storm and the rain. You've been in your willingness, but you got to have some strength to go to the next assignment. You got to have some strength to go to the next assignment. A lot of people don't want to sit at the table, at the pastor table to eat, but I stopped today if you don't eat at the pastor table you go somewhere else do i have anybody that tastes some angry food you go eat at somebody else's church and they preaching all crazy angry food i can't eat angry food oh i leave it alone i can't mess with you i got to eat at my father's table i had to eat at my mama's table because nobody could cook like mommy and daddy give god some praise help me holy ghost so while you there eating and looking here i'm gonna give you some strength he said now i prepare a table for you and not only that i anoint your head i give you fresh oil every day you don't have to wait till a year to get some fresh oil from god God always give you some fresh oil that you can fight your enemy. And not only that, and while you fighting him in his presence, he said, my cup run it over. If you stay before God, he'll run your cup over and it'll overrun to the saucer. Look at here, apostle. You know how grandpa used to do when he poured coffee in the, the, the cup with the saucer. He let it come all the way down before he drank the coffee. He drank it out the saucer. And then, oh, help me, Holy Ghost. Give God some praise. You're going to need some strength to fight your next battle. Thank you, Jesus. Give God some praise. Because the devil couldn't win this one. The second one now, he was panicking now. He had to do, he had to, he had to dig real deep. He had to really dig deep. When the devil know he didn't have you, now you going to dig real deep, mother. Real deep to mess with you now. Cause he's panicking now. He, he, he thought he had you at the first. Then he thought he had you at the second. Now you're at the third. He said, wait a minute. Getting ready to realize who he's up against. You follow? So the last one, 
He was panicking. He was really panicking. He tried everything. He tried everything. And he said, look at here, he said, if thou be the son of God. He took him to a high mountain, showed him all the kingdoms. How you gonna give God something that he's already created? I'm gonna give you all this, and that's how the devil show us to because we're not really in tune with him. We'll fall for any and everything. See, Jesus took the human route out. He could have took the other way out because of the fact that he's God. But he didn't. My question is to you, what way are you gonna take it out? You gonna stand the storm? Or you're going to sell it. Once you sell it, you messed up. Esau sold his birthright to Jacob. Messed him up. Adam sold it, and he sold me us. My question is, what you going to say? Are you going to hold on what Jesus told you? Or are you going to give it up? Men of God and women of God, Saints, we can't give up. We can't throw in the towel. I tell them back at our, at Greater Solid Rock, you throw in the towel, I'm going to throw it right back at you. Throw it. I'm going to wet it. So you pop your side to head, boom, wake you up. You ain't going nowhere. Not on my watch. Not on, see, that's why we are watching. You ain't going nowhere on the watchman wall. But we can't watch it all. We need you to watch too. It's accountability now. Come on. Mm, help me, Holy Ghost. Accountability now. Because you said uh, much is given, much is required. The blood is required to the passing. Yeah, it is. But don't forget about your accountability. You, you follow me? God hold each and every one of us in accountability. Accountable for what we do or say or do anything. So the, the devil tried to get him and showed him the kingdom of God. And he said, if you fall down and worship me, I'll give you all this. You never heard that the devil give you anything, you keep it. But a lot of us sitting here fall for it a lot of times. I fell for it one time. Yes, I did for a couple times. I don't say it one time, a couple times. The Lord started dealing with me. You might think you have him at that one moment. You got to be ready for the next one. Is that all right? So he said, look at him, if you fall down and worship me. Mm. Notice in that verse, he, he didn't say it is written again until the next sentence. He began to call Satan by his name. He said, Satan. Then he said, for it is written. Thou shalt worship the Lord thy God in him only. In other words, I'm not bowing down to you. You got to look the devil in his eyes and say, I'm not bowing down to you. Because you, young women, young men, because a woman flashed herself in front of you, I'm not bowing down to you unless God bring her to you. To me. Is that all right? I'm not bowing because the devil used everything, every and anything to bow down to stop you from going to your assignment. Here come now. When you look at the next verse down as he read it, and he came and said, 
And the devil, behold, the devil leaveth him. Now look, when he said, behold, now God's getting ready to do something now. God's getting ready to do something in this ministry. I don't know what you pray for. All I know that God is getting ready to do something. What angels going see? What angels ain't gonna do? He ain't gonna fight your battle. He gonna bring you out of it and let you and get you back on the road. Uh, had Peter in jail. They took him off course. But the angel came and said, "Him, I ain't gonna fight your battle. This one you got to fight now. I'm gonna put you back in the right path." They come to minister. To get you back in the right path. Help me, Holy Ghost. Now read it. You, you can correct me if I'm wrong. Have, when, if you read that scripture, did the, did the angel fault for Peter? Did he come down and fight for him? All he did is said, look at here. Slap him. He woke up. Get up. Get your stuff, get your clothes, man. I ain't putting them on for you. Get your clothes. Put your shoes on. Let's go. He cleared the way for you. Clear the paths for you. He cleared it. Get out of the way. Came to the gate that opened to his own accord. See, when the gate don't open, you don't have to worry about it. somebody trying to keep it closed. He said the door he opened, no man can shut. The door he shut. Well, y'all been reading. Doors is open now. Paul was writing. He was at, I believe, at, in Corinth. And he said, a great door was open unto me. But there's many adversaries. See, the door open don't mean that you just walk in there freely. You got to go in there with a fight. Paul said, as many adversaries going to come against. And sometimes we get weary as pastors. Don't think pastors, we everything is hunky-dory because we come with a smile on our face. You don't know what's behind the scene. Thank you, brother. You just don't know what's behind the scene. You don't know what your pastor, you might see him out here preach a good sermon and everything, but you don't know what's behind the scene. The only person that knows behind the scene, that's the first lady. How he cries and how snot come out his nose. How he's on his face talking to God for the church. He even put himself on the back burner. Just like Moses said, Lord, I'm going to feed these many people. What about these many people, Lord? I just don't something today to bless your soul oh, help me holy ghost and he said and behold the angels came in to minister unto you you don't know what the angels brought him you might look at him some people might say he brought him some food but I could say he brought him some food that's not of this world in other words they strengthened him they strengthened the Lord they strengthen him for his next assignment. His next week. Oh, help me, Holy Ghost. So when the devil leaving him, see, don't think the devil gone for good. He's just there. He's gone for a season. Sometimes we get so relaxed, he's gone. I don't have him there. But you always got to stay ready for keeping from getting ready. 
Is it all right? Give God some praise. So now he said now he's getting ready he's he getting ready to do some things now as he came out as he won the battle as he stood his ground he didn't stand by himself he stand on the word and the promises of god he stood on your behalf he stood on my behalf he fought the battle for you he shed his blood that we all may have a right to eternal life are you glad about it now he came out of the wilderness and the angels of the Lord came down and began to minister to him. Give God some praise. And now understand, Bishop Innocent, why the reason that I came down to strengthen the church, to strengthen you, because you've been on your knees praying and seeking God. You're a humble man. You've been, busy. God said, go down and see about my man. Tell him that I love him. Tell him I ain't forgot about him. I run into your prayers. Your prayers came up as a memorial to me. Every time I turn around, I ran into your prayers. And God said, look at here. You finna come out of. Give God some praise. Look at here. You've been going. You have to tell me nothing. You've been going some. You've been going through some things, and it get weary sometimes. You've been saying, "Lord, what happened to the people? Lord, I need somebody." Look at here. My wife don't understand. Oh, I don't care how close your wife is. You just don't understand about that man of God. How he's aching on the inside. Only person could feel that is God himself. He began to talk to you. Your wife can make you feel good. Rub you on your head. Tell you you look good. But that's good. But something about Jesus. He'll get you and lay your head on the breast. And let you hear how much love I have for you. That's why I didn't come down from the cross. Is it all right to see me? Give God some praise. Everybody says you ought to come down from the cross. You ought to save yourself. You ought to save us. But Jesus refused to come down from the cross. He stood right there. I want to know what kept him on the cross. I want to know what kept Jesus on the cross. It was love. Give God some praise. Thank you, Jesus. When he went through now, he's out of the wilderness. Help me, Holy Ghost. Now in the uh, 17 verse, and it said now his ministry began. You thought your ministry had taken off, but God said, uh-uh, I'm going to do it. Give God some praise. Jesus began to move out of one place into the next and he began to preach the kingdom of the even the gospel of the kingdom that's where the thing's gonna happen that's where you're gonna stir up some things begin to preach the kingdom of the gospel keep on preaching come on and preach young ministers young pastors you got to preach the gospel in season and out of season when you don't feel like it and when you do you got to preach every child of god you might not want to get up but you got to get up you got to fight fight the good fight fight the good fight it's a good fight lay hold on eternal life 
Don't let nobody take you off the course. Stay on course. Be like Paul. I kept the fight. I fought a good fight. I finished my course. That is laid up for me. A crown of righteousness. Not for me only. But those that love God. Give God some praise. Keep on fighting. Come on, soldiers. Keep on fighting. Come on, generals. Keep on fighting. Fight! Fight! Give God some praise. When he began to preach the gospel of the kingdom, he said, repent for the kingdom of God is at hand. Preach for the kingdom of God is at hand. I got to preach for the kingdom of God is at hand. And as he was preaching, God was getting ready to set things in order. You might feel alone, but God raised up a pastor. He set him in order. God raised up ministers. Set them in order. Come here, come here, bishop. Finna call your apostle. That's your next step. But see, you have somebody. Do I have any more ministers? He got plenty more in here. In the saints of God, he began to collect. And God began to set things in order. Through you, is it all right? He said, I want you to ordain some men and women that are faithful. Like Pete Paul told Timothy, he said that I could give. You got to commit this to faithful men and women. You got to commit the word of God to faithful men and women that they may be able or capable of, of, of teaching others. He just can't give it to any and everybody. Any and everybody's not faithful. Is it all right to see that? Do I have somebody that is in the house is faithful to God? If you can't be faithful to God, you'll never be faithful to the man of God. If you're not faithful to the man of God, you can't be faithful to God. You've got some praise. You might be expecting food fall down from heaven. But I stopped by to tell you, he fed him up with food to feed you. Give God some praise. I'm about to sit down. I'm about to sit down. Give God some praise. I'm trying to hold my, I'm trying to hold, yeah, I'm trying to hold my composure. Is it all right? I'm trying to hold. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, Lord, have mercy. Thank you, Jesus. When he's doing that notice, and when he came through, he saw Matthews. He was getting all these apostles. It doesn't matter what you've been through. <clears throat> you never was a fisherman. You may know how to fish, but I'm going to teach you how to fish for men. You might break your net. God said, I'm going to give you a net that will not break. Is that all right? Don't think you're the only one. He said, I, I, I got more people out there that need to be saved. Give God some praise. 
help me, Holy Ghost. The church here is like a hospital. Is it all right? Help me, Holy Ghost. But there is many facets to the hospital because a hospital become a rehab. Help me, Holy Ghost. The church become a, 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 a place of psychiatrists to come. Is that all right? The, the, the church becomes a school for interns and doctors, future doctors. Give God some praise. Give God some praise because God is getting ready to raise up. Instead of we trying to down somebody, we need to operate on somebody. To understand operation, you got to go to school. And you got to go to Jesus school. Is that all Right? If you come to my school, I can't mess with your mind. Jesus is a mind regulator, a heart fixer, a lawyer in the courtroom. Is it all right? This hospital is a business now. It's not only a hospital, it becomes business. God is on every facet, every level. You ought to give God some praise. Help me, Holy Ghost. Look at you. Look at It's a place of dealing with issues. A lot of preach, preachers want to talk bad about you should have been this. No, I got God got to get to your issues. Just like the woman with the issue of blood. She been working 12 long years. Give God some praise. Help me, Holy Ghost. She been uh, wounded for 12 long years and went to every doctor she can think of. The lady had a lot of money. She spent everything she had and had nothing. But she heard about Jesus. Help me, Holy Ghost. Do I have anybody in the house have heard about Jesus? And when you came in, you begin, you look at here, my flesh began to react towards the word. and said, no, you can't straighten me out. That's the flesh. But your spirit draw. Oh, yes, it's going to help you out today. Oh, no. And sooner or later, God stepped in and the flesh stepped out. Give God some praise. Help me, Holy Ghost. Thank you, Jesus. I hear you. I shouted on the mountaintop. Thank you, Jesus. That Lord help me, Holy Ghost. Now, because now this hospital, we got to treat this as everybody sitting in the church is going through some things. Got a lot of issues. Even pastors and preachers, we got issues. But we put our issues on a back burner to deal with your issues. Oh, help me, Holy Ghost. Uh, every preacher, man of God, could tell me, you could correct me if I'm wrong. Every pastor up here got issues. We got issues. But we put ours on the back burner. We not, I tell the saint, I said, don't put me on a pedestal. Don't think I'm human. I'm just like Elijah, like passion. I, I, I feel and breathe. But my concern is Jesus didn't worry about the cross. He was doing it for us. Thank you, Lord. Let me, let me, thank you Jesus. Help me out. Hold your hands up, baby. Hold your hand up there. I'm about to go close. Before Jesus, now he went, he's healing everybody. A lot of things was going on in his ministry. He didn't give up. But I told you there is two gardens. One is the wilderness. And the other one is to die. Everybody in here 
have a garden of Gethsemane to come to. It prepared you to die. You're not here to be living forever. You just appear from passing through. We're not here, pastors, to think we're going to be here a long time. We're here to train somebody else. That's why the five-fold ministry. Some people don't think that women should be called. Oh, I found a difference. In the five-fold ministry, it's elders off in that ministry. It didn't say man or woman. He said, I gave some. You read in the book of Psalms, 68 and 11, he said his word, published the word, and the women publish it. That's in the Greek. If you read about it, that opened my eyes. Because my background, when I came up, I came up in the church of our Lord Jesus Christ. I was hard, but God showed me. But now, this is what Jesus did. He went to the garden of Gethsemane to, to, to prepare him for the cross. Everybody in here have a cross. And nobody is hanging on your cross but you. I can't hang on your cross. Your crosses don't fit me. Your white cross don't fit you. Everybody in here have a cross to bear. Jesus carried his, but before he carried it, he had to get whooped. He had to get talked about. And what was in the whipping, in the whips, it was nails, glass hooked up inside. Just imagine he was getting whooped. Sister, he was getting whooped. Hooked him. You saw all the meat on there. Just 40 times, 40 lashes. Back was tenderized. All you can see is the ribs of him. Because he paid the price for you and I to get where we yet, but yet we, 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 we treat them like nothing. But you have to take the beatings. You have to take the beatings. Beat them so bad. Put a crown of thorns. It wasn't like the stiff, it was long and jogged in his head. Coat according to his, his blood vessels. Blood began to stream down his body. Blood already coming down. And he began. He was so weak. Turn around. He began to they nailed him. Some people said he nailed him in, the, in his hand. But you got to remember said no, no bones be broken because the hands is consist of bones. So he nailed him between the wrist and the hand and put a rail, like a railroad track nail in his hand. And when his hand clogged up, his hand grabbed my hand. His hand grabbed your hand. He said, no man could pluck you out of my hand. Nailed him in his feet. And all of a sudden, as he still had, had me, not only me, but he had Look to your neighbor and say, neighbor. Even in Jesus' worst time, 
he still had me in his hands. They came along and pierced him in his side. Blood came streaming down. He bought and purchased the church with that blood because he emptied himself out. Before you can get filled up, you've got to be empty out. Is that all right? Because he said flesh and blood should not enter in. So you got to empty yourself out. Today, look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, I'm getting ready to empty myself out now. Thank you, Jesus. You can sit there. So now when he emptied himself out, now you're ready for the next level. Give God some praise. Give God some praise. When you move from flesh to spirit, Jesus could never do what he did because as human part of him, he didn't want to die, but he said, let your will be done. Not my will, but... Oh, help me. Hold it. Thank you, Lord. Every person got a drink of the cup of suffering. And I'm going to my seat. We had to drink it. We don't know what's in the cup. All we know is suffering. And they tell you what kind. There was two of his men came to a man of God, came to Jesus, said, Lord, put me on one side and my brother on the other side. He said, it's not mine to give. He said, look in. Then he told him, he said, are you able to drink of the cup that I drank of? Are you able to be baptized with the baptism that I'm baptized with? And they said, we're able. He said, surely you're going to be, you're going to drink the cup. And you're going to be baptized with the baptism that I'm baptized with. You can walk around this cup of suffering all you want. This is like that candy said, now, later. You're going to drink it now or you're going to drink it later. As pastors, we have to drink it right then and there. Lift your hand and give God some praise. I hope I said something to bless your soul. Bishop Innocent, God knows what you've been through. He told me to tell you he loves you. He said, you know you've been praying. He heard your praise. He's going to answer. He said, just keep looking up to Jesus. He said, keep looking. Don't, 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 don't stray away. Don't look at nobody else. Don't look at your situation. God said, I'm going to bring you out every time. God said, I'll never leave you nor forsaken you. God, he'll be what you tell the end of the world. He said, you are the apple of his eye. As every saint in him is an apple to God's eye. God love you. God said, I ain't forgot about you. He's going to give you this. this I know it's just a prophetic word. God is getting ready to bless you. Don't doubt. Sometimes we look at the pews, and every man of God look at the pews and why, you know, we worry about what others got. Don't worry about it. God, all God, the Bible said in the book of Acts, He add to the church daily as such should be saved. That's why I don't worry about it. I just tell them you do your, you got to go out there and witness. God will add and send who belongs here. You may not get everybody. God know who to put here. But what you and I have to do, we have to get behind the men and women of God. 
because your blessing is linked into the man of God. Pastors, links. It's, it, it, it's linked. It's linked. I hope I said something to bless you. Hope I said something that you can take you another place. Hope I said something that to strengthen you, that to keep fighting. Keep on using the word of God. Keep on using that powerful name of Jesus. Jesus' name is powerful. If you don't have no other strength, you call on the name of Jesus. There is healing. He invested in his name. In the name of Jesus, there's healing in the name of Jesus. There is salvation in the name of Jesus. Boy, at the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow. Every tongue shall confess something about that name. You can be worried, it'll, it'll calm you, it'll rock you. Don't believe me, try it. Try it. Something about that name. You can use my name and they don't scare nobody away. You go up there and say, hey, that's Dennis. I'm going to tell Dennis on you. People will look at you like you're crazy. <laughs> you're right. But if you start calling on the name of Jesus, the demons tremble. I heard the brother say about uh, 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 the sons of Sinus. The name of Jesus that Paul preaches. Come out to this. I gotta talk. The devil said, "I gotta talk to you." I'm coming out because I heard that name. But before I come out, I need to talk to you. Jesus, I know. I wrestle with him. I try to keep him in the grave. I try to. I had had him from the garden to the wilderness and to the garden of Gethsemane. I thought I had him, and even in the grave, I thought I had him. I know him. See, that's where hell know your name. See, hell, see, look here. And he said, I know Paul. <laughs> Man, I've been trying to kill that. He was on my team. But that Jesus got a hold to him. That same Jesus that rose up, talked to him on the road to Damascus. Hmm? And he said, the demon said, who are you? I ain't heard nothing about you. I know your lifestyle. I don't know you. Have your name mentioned down in hell? Have it, mentioned, have it mentioned in the atmosphere? Because the devil's not in hell yet. But do I know your name in the atmosphere? I know Jesus in Paul's name. But I don't know your name. So he came out of them and went into them. Do hell, do heaven, do the atmosphere know your name? You got to make whatever you go through. Then you go through and you win some battle, the devil gonna know your name. He don't know who you are. But those that don't really believe in that, you know, understand that name, not saying you don't believe it, don't trust it. You just have a little trust. Watch God show up. Don't be discouraged. Because what you're going through is taking you into your next assignment. Greater works than he did, you're gonna do. God got another assignment. You said, sometimes you might think you stopped there. Uh -uh. You're getting ready for that next one. While you're there, God just got to prepare you. Get you ready for it. If God give you in there early, 
you mess up and think you get big headed then. Because he said, humble yourself under the mighty hand of God. He will exhort you in due season. Lift your hand and give God some praise. Lift it up and, and, and do it like you just lost your mind. If the word of God has touched you, you ought to shout glory. You ought to make the devil out of luck. You ought to tell the devil, uh -uh, I'm a child of the king. Look to your neighbor and say, neighbor, we are more than the devil think we are. We're a child of the living God. Do I have anybody believe me? Any husbands and wife in there, you ought to just grab your wife and, and say, honey, I love you. Ain't nothing you can't do about it. Can't do nothing about it. Can't do nothing about it. It's time to stand together. I get joy when I think about what he done for me. There's a song she always sang and said, walk with me, Lord, while I'm on this tedious journey. Help me, Holy Ghost. Uh, 
Pastor, I need you to begin to anoint him. If you don't mind, if you want to anoint him. You got small, you got small. Just I want you to anoint him. And Apostle Wallace is going to read and they're going to answer. I remember when I was a young man stepping off into the ministry, I was nervous. My father in the gospel taught me a lot of stuff. <laughs> Saying it won't be easy. I thought it was going to be easy. I thought I was going to get up and just hum like him all of a sudden. I was preaching with my eyes closed and back turned to me, sudden me down and said, uh-uh, quit trying to preach like me. God will give you what's just for you. A young man I was sharing with Pastor Oliver, and I said, if you remember this, if I never tell you nothing else, a young man in my early ministry came up to me and said, if you hold on to this, Jesus didn't come to be ministered to but to minister. And that stayed with me, and I've been in the ministry for 32 years, and it, 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 and it stayed with me then. And I never forget it. It blessed my soul. Thank you, Jesus. Go ahead and read it. I need my glasses. I Thank you, Jesus. I, and I want the congregation, I want you to be just praying in your spirit. Because I'm telling you something, everybody sitting there got an assignment to do. And it reads like this. This is the license of ordination ceremonies for the ministers. And we, we often ordain two ministers and ordain a pastor. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Pastor Oliver, we're going to ordain him as a pastor. His wife as a minister. Amen. And Minister Vivian. Amen. I'm trying to get everybody names. Amen. And it reads like this. Today is an important day in your life or lives. You have surrendered your all to God. Called and have embarked on a new journey as a minister of the gospel. This journey is a high, higher calling than what you have previously known and will be one filled with many victories and some defeats. Great times and difficult times, happiness and sadness, time for celebration and moments of grief. Regardless of what this journey entails for you. You are now ready to give your all to complete it. There will be time when God called will require you to go through very difficult times. So true. The Apostle Paul wrote in 2 Chronicles 4, 4 chapter 8 through 10. We are, we, are pad, we are hard pressed on every side yet not crushed. We are perplexed, but not in despair. Persecuted and not forsaken. Struck down, not destroyed. Always carrying about in the body the dying of the Lord Jesus. That the life of Jesus also may be manifest in our body. When persecution or, or tribulation come, you must always remember that God will never leave you. He'll never leave, leave you, excuse me, never leave you where his grace cannot keep you. 
the ministry of reconciliation that God has placed in your hands will require that you live a life that is holy and separate unto him. Today you will be making a commitment before God and man to do just that. Thank you, Jesus. Lord, I want to add this because as uh, ambassadors, as men of God, it's not about our opinions. It's about God's word. It's just like the ambassador for the United States. He don't go with his own opinion. He go with the government. So the kingdom of heaven is our government. And the word of God is the word of God. And we got to follow that. We can't put our own opinion in it. Is it all right? Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. To those ministers and pastors beginning your organization, these are the questions that you were asked to study and pray on and to read. And the answer should come from your spiritual heart about how you how you feel about this new journey, this new anointing you're about to receive. And I'm going to read the first question and then starting with you, you can give your answer. Then you can give your answer. Then you can give your answer. Listen uh, closely. God will use you in various ways to serve his people and help them to achieve all that God has called them to be. Do you commit yourselves to serve the body of Christ in such a way that you are willing to lay down your life so that others may enter the kingdom of heaven? Yes, I do. The next portion of your ordination service. The word of God is a word of truth. God has called you to assist in shepherding, shepherding his people, which entails directing them to be by your example and by your words. At time, God's will will require you to speak necessary words of correction. Speaking the truth in love is rarely easy and most times unpopular. As one who will give an account, do you covenant with God to speak his words of truth and not shrink back in the face of adversity. The candidate may answer now. Yes, I will. Yes, I will. Thank you. Yes, I will. Thank you. We have received a yes from all of the candidates at this time by instructions. We're here assembled. The other ministers are here.
here to help and support and to help us pray. And we would like for the congregation to stand, the people to stand, the church body. Even if you're visiting here, you are now today officially a part of this church. So we want you to stand and stretch. That's the congregation to stretch out their hands and join. Stretch out your hands toward these people that we talked about the anointing of Jesus that is in you. So the power of God in you will help in this anointing.
cake offerings even as we celebrate. Amen. We'll take our offerings. Amen. Yes, uh, we take our offerings right now, okay? Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Are you guys ready? Give and give more abundantly so that you be blessed. Are you ready? Are you ready? All the other gods, they are the works of man. You are the most I got. There is none like you. All the other gods, all other
of God that uh, came all the way from Texas. That's a long journey to Ohio. I don't know. A long journey. We have blessed our souls today. I know we have received. So, we, as Christians, we ought to know how to sow into men and women of God's life. Amen? So, whatever you have, you know, just give as the Spirit leads you. Amen? So, we're going to bring back the offering plates and uh, bless the, the man of God that came from Texas.
pastors and ministers. Um, I see one of all of these people. They're my godmother and godparents for, for my wedding. Amen. Bishops, these are them. The families. Amen. They wasn't here initially when I introduced everybody. Amen. Then I have my sister-in-law, Evangelist Ngozi Sa. Amen. We have many ministers in the, the house. I mean, if I didn't Gotten to you, I apologize. Amen. But God loves us all. We all are blessed, right? Yeah. Amen. Um, with that, I'll call on uh, my mentor for 10 years to close. To pray on the offerings and close. Amen. Father God, I just thank you in the name of Jesus. Would you please stand? We thank you, Father, that you would bless each and every person represented here. Lord, every piece of money, God, we put a blessing on it. Lord, for the blessing of the Lord maketh one rich, and you add no sorrow to it. I pray for supernatural, uncommon favor on each and every home, each and every family that was represented here. And though those that could not give, God, I ask you, Lord, to open up the windows of heaven that you would bring in the opportunities of new jobs. I speak into those that have entrepreneur spirits in their lives. We put a demand on that to come forth. Lord, bless this offering, and we thank you, God, and we give you praise. All honor, all glory goes to you in Jesus' name. Let her heart pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for your many blessings. We thank you for what our ears have heard, Lord. Let us part it in our heart and set it not, Father, in the name of Jesus. Bless each and every one under the sound of my voice, Lord. Now, Lord, as we leave this place, but not your presence, keep us until we meet again on the same appointed time. Let everyone see, man. Amen. 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 Amen